I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. Over two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. On the Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, your hungry, your poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. And he fucking pisses me off. This isn't our fucking neighborhood, it's a battlefield.
Good motherfucking evening, everybody. How's everyone doing? Thank you all very much for tuning in to another episode of the Eagles Nest. It's your boy, John Fashcroft. And with me, as always, is my boy, Akila. How are you doing tonight, brother? Gonna be better, man. Rachel greetings, Rachel greetings to the chat. Very fired up, as per usual. Uh, real quick, I have to do some, uh, I'll have to do some, some live editing, guys. I noticed this when I was, uh, doing, uh, making some clips for, uh, I noticed this when I was making some clips for the show that our shit is a little bit off the screen and we need to fix that. So there's that. Maybe we go up a little bit more right there. Maybe no, we'll bring that back a little bit more. You guys will see what I'm talking about as I do it here. Oh, no. Nope. Yeah, I, I, I got... I, so when I watched one of the replays the other day, the uh, I noticed that our fucking screen was off of the thing, and I'm too autistic to allow something like that to happen. Like slightly off center. Well, no, it's too far. It's too far to the right. It's too far to the right. Like, and it stretches off the screen. Uh, sorry, guys. This won't take me but a few seconds. Um. Technical. Right there, a little, yeah. little, little, little technical. live, little live editing, guys. I'm sorry. Little live editing. Little live editing. On that note, um, we uh, we finally got to that Physique Friday third episode that I've been talking about for like a month. So that's pretty dope. We did it last night, Arnell, me, and Billy, and. Uh, yeah, you guys can look forward to that on Friday on the new channel. We dropped the new channel, Physique Friday channel, with our little rebrand that we were forced to do by fucking worldwide federales. Good for us. You know? Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited for it to come back. I know the first two episodes y'all put out were great. Yeah, this one's a little longer. I think it's going to end up being like close to two and a half hours good and just a lot of bands and good times man like we're meatheads and and we know a lot about fitness and stuff so it's like when we get to talking to each other a lot of stuff comes out my buddy that edits doesn't know a lot about fitness you know so he's like well, i can't believe how much i'm learning i'm like what are you talking about like i didn't like I literally just bounced i didn't say anything intelligent and so yeah so it's pretty dope like if i don't think i'm being smart and other people do then great right yeah <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is driving me fucking nuts. This is absolutely driving me bonkers. Alright, I think we almost got it now. Alright. Yeah, we've got a couple of few clips you guys could check out too. If you're not willing to commit to a whole episode, you can go on the little channel we have up, Physique Friday, and uh, we got a couple... And it's had a little bit of a pre preamble to the to the actual show and like a, like a what do they call it prepping the car but not in the car you know so we got a little clip up there you guys can go check out Get a little sample of the bands and the and the good humor you know it's always important to get your advice from anonymous online racist bodybuilders it's the best source that exists. Jesus Christ. How are we looking there, Johnny? 
Horrible, brother. Horrible. Holy fucking fuck, horrible. Is it get, getting worse, not better? Oh, what? yeah, it's getting worse, not better. Just because the way this thing snaps to a fucking screen is just a pain in the ass. That's why I usually do this shit off air, because it takes fucking forever. Yeah, you guys are getting to see the fucking torture I go through to make this fucking show look good. It's getting worse, not better, like uh, like society? Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, now I think I got that. Now let me just go here. Shrink this in a bit. And then... Stretch it out. There we go. If that's not, if that's not it, that's what we're fucking riding with, because I'm tired of fucking with it, and I want to get on with the show. <clears throat> Close enough. Guys, what's up, family? How's everyone doing tonight? Sorry about that, man. It's just been bugging me, and I'm far too fucking autistic to let something like that slide. It drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> what's up, family? How are y'all doing? Uh, it says, be very careful who you decide to peel. What's up, Codex? How you doing, brother? Good to see you back. Uh, Scattershell, what's up, family? Dissident Thoughts, what's up, fam? Uh, who else we got here? Noel Gall, what's up, brother? Uh, let me see if WhiteTuber's here. I think WhiteTuber's gonna come hang out when he's got time. Uh, I think he was working tonight or something. Uh, is he in the chat? What's up, Tuber? Uh, if you get a chance, hop in. If not, I, I understand, brother. I know you've had a, a long day. Uh, no, go. What's up, Nog Catcher? What's up, family? Robert Pyle. Drop. Carl Marxheim. Lieber Finkelwitz or whatever that is. What's up, family? How are you doing? Uh, Chef, what's up, brother? Koi Toy, what's up, brother? Rock, what's up, bub? Uh, who have we got? Nigger hating Dave. Gaines, what's up, brother? Um, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're always welcome as well. Uh, let me know, and I'll pass you a link if you want to jump on. Uh, rah, Drop Rock Codex Chef. What's up, family? I said, what's up, y'all? All right, Texas. What's up, brother? Waldy, what's up, family? Uh, family. My shit's going fucking forest, brother. What's up, fam? How are you doing? Falcon, what's up, brother? Thank you very much, Falcon. Uh, says he can't stay. He's going to catch the replay. Well, thank you very much for that donation. Guys, yes, if you can help out. Uh, you know, I'm not going to, you know do like a fundraiser thing or anything, but I am trying to get some money together to get a camera and I am going to start doing some actual on the ground live streaming. I have a few ideas for like semi documentaries I want to do. <clears throat> uh, things about 230 bucks for the camera. So once I hit that, I'm going to start putting everything I get back. And once I hit that, I'm going to go buy this camera and we're going to have some real fast craft on the ground. Uh, Journalism? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we're going to call it journalism, but it's going to be something like that. It's going to be me on the ground talking shit. IRL. Bash, bash on IP2? Uh, no. Fucking no. Sort of, just sort of fucking Chicken Andy? No, it won't be an IP2 type <laughs> of deal. It won't. They won't even be live streamed. They will be right, pre-recorded, right, right. edited, and, and actually, you know, I'm not going to say they're acting as though they're going to be hollywood documentaries but they're going to be good i will probably do some live streaming with it and i'm also going to use it as my new webcam because it'll be also an hd webcam uh it That's can sick, be used man. in both ways uh but no these are going to be like edited actual documentaries i'm gonna, I'm gonna do so that's a great idea man. excellent yeah uh what's up scatter show uh what's up Ra uh okay yeah i think we can say what's up to everybody. let's go over here to sheen have i said what's up to everybody i don't want to miss someone seeing red what's up family open road what's up bub smitty Pagan Bear, what's up, fam? How are y'all doing? Tipsy, what's up, brother? Yes, I know. Turn the snap option off, but like we're in the middle of the thing, and I, I need to. I don't have any of those settings set on this new computer, man. I, I still got to get it all ironed out. 
you know, my other computer I had set very specifically over three fucking years of having these problems live on the air. <laughs> you know what I mean? So on the other computer, everything was just like bam, 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 bam. It went where it needed to go. Uh, so I got to get all that ironed out here on this one, man. Uh, all right. Uh, Duncan on Zog. What's up, brother? Uh, Dittorial. God, why do I always fuck that name up? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Detroital. There it is. Detroital. It's got to be Detroital. Uh, Shane, what's up, family? How's Shane doing? And Dale, Trey Xanthian. Uh, I think that's who all we got over there. <clears throat> Says we got 18 people. We got two in the chat. Talking. Uh, I think that's who all we got over there. <clears throat> I'll take it. Yeah. I'll Up with Shane. Up with Shane, down with Cozy. Fuck comfy. Yeah, guys. If y'all are. Uh... I'm sorry, not if y'all are. Y'all need to. Start uh, getting yourselves migrated over to Shing, just in case. Uh, uh, Shing's, I mean, it's a good platform. I'm not saying just in case, like, fuck Shing, but, like, Shing's a good platform. But I'm worried about some recent developments in Odyssey's, uh, you know, releasing of these new TOS and all of this shit. So uh, I am going to try to uh, keep the channel here on Odyssey as long as I can. I uh, like it here. Uh, I've gotten comfortable here <laughs> once again. And it seems like every time, look, and I've hit 2,000. Where are we at here? I've hit 2,000 followers here. Uh, by the way, thank you all very much. Thank you very yeah. much, family. I appreciate I appreciate all your support. Uh, God bless y'all for all your support, man, and, and helping the channel grow. Uh, yeah, I, I can't thank y'all enough, man. I really can't thank y'all enough. You know, I've talked about this before, but I don't know if I've talked about it in actually a couple years. When I first started streaming, I talked about this a lot, but I don't know if I've actually spoke about it in a couple years. And since we're doing uh, speaking on the 2,000, uh, followers thing. I do want to let y'all know, man, that I greatly appreciate all of y'all spending your time with me and, and, and sitting here and enjoying the show and sharing the links around and supporting the show. It means more to me than you guys will ever really know. Uh, I've always wanted to be a like a, a radio broadcaster, right? Uh, ever since I was a kid. So in my adolescent years, uh, you know, like 11 through 15, 16, until I, you know, started running around all the time and was never home. Uh, the Howard Stern show, I know he's a fucking Jew and all that, blah, blah, blah. But still, nonetheless, I was a kid and I wasn't, you know, one of these fucking frauds that say they were a fucking national socialist from the womb, right? <clears throat> I was a normal kid and, and a wigger at that. So that being said, Howard Stern uh, would, had, a, had a television version of his show that would come on E! Entertainment Television every night. It came on at like midnight and ran, you know, I can't remember how long, one, two o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I would always watch. I think I actually may have, may have came on at eleven, because it was like twelve central. Anyways, or uh, twelve eastern. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It would come on late at night, and I would always watch it. And I always wanted to fucking do that. And for years, every year I would go to the Tulsa State Fair. I would go to the American Broadcasting School table and talk to them and act as though I was going to sign up and act interested. And I always wanted to do this, man. And uh, I just really appreciate all of y'all's support, man. It really is. Uh, Something I've always dreamed of doing, and you guys have helped make that a reality. So I just want to say hail to you guys, and thank you all very much for that, man. It really does mean a lot. Uh, but getting to the 2,000 follower thing, like, so on on um, DLive, we made it to 2,300, and they banned us. On uh, uh, Trovo, I think we made it to, like, 1,300, and they banned us. <clears throat> so hopefully we can stick with... Uh, Odyssey a little bit longer than we have on those other ones, man. Seeing Red, thank you very much. He says equipment. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate that. Uh, 
It says anyone old enough to remember the Channel 9 show? I don't think. I don't think so. Uh, Gaines says Lincoln Telegram. Yep, got you. Uh, let me get it over here. Boom. Boom. Bang. All right, there you go. There you go, Brother Gaines. It's sent. <clears throat> I feel very blessed to be along for the ride, just to follow up a little bit. It's an absolutely wonderful thing you put together here for the people, John. And, uh, you know, I'm blessed. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of it, my man. So, And I know everybody everybody in the chat, as a fan, myself, everybody in the chat feels the same way, bro. You put it in. You're the hardest working man in the game, bottom line. Well, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. And I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm glad to have you here, brother. Uh, I really am, man. I think you really bring something real special to the show, man. You and I have a good back and forth, man, so it works out really well. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's so fun, dude. So fun. Yeah, it really We're is, lucky. man. Yeah. We'll get our boy Francis Gainsborough coming through next year. Wait on Gaines to get in here before we start on the uh, – oh, here he is right here. Brother Gaines, how are you, man? Thanks for joining us. Fed posting intensifies. What's up? <laughs> Francis, what's cracking, baby? Uh, oh man. Uh so it's been it's been a heck of a week. And uh I'll tell you what, uh there has never been a better time to quiet quit than during the beginning of the fall. Oh so fantastic just to like not do shit. That, for go ahead. Retard Africans and Indians. It's great. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just I'm making making that bank just from sitting around clacking keys on a fucking keyboard. Just Man. putting them feet up, watching the leaves change. Something like that, things. yeah. It's great. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Doing great, man. Doing great. And it's it's uh it's serendipitous that you join us at this moment because we're about to cover uh we haven't covered much of the Brooks trial, but <clears throat> Something crazy is happening, and we're going to watch a little video here uh, in just a second, but when all this first happened, when he first started, and we were first seeing the, the beginnings of how this trial was going to play out, I was kind of conflicted, right? Because one half of me was like, every white person should have to watch this baboon's antics in this trial, right? But then the other side, because it would piss them off, but then the other side of me was like, ah, will it piss them off? Or will the incessant nigger worship in this country steer them towards feeling bad for him because of his retarded, nonsensical arguments that he's using, right? And, and they start to feel bad for him because he's a retarded Negro, right? But that has not been the case. <laughs> that has not been the case. So uh, we get into work this morning, and I get to talking to some of the guys. And one of my uh, dudes that's always working with me, he's like my boss, <clears throat> has been keeping up with the trial and stuff since it all happened. And he comes in today, and we're standing there talking, and he walks up to me, and he goes, man, <clears throat> I don't know how the bailiffs in that courtroom don't walk up and blow that mother. He won't say nigger, right? He can't bring it. He can't get himself to possibly say nigger. But he comes up and he says, I don't know why they won't blow that motherfucker's head off right in the middle of that courtroom. And I was like, yes. Now you see how I feel about all of these fucking people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you fucking get it. Now you get it because you've had to see. Because he's never had a lot of interactions with the Negro like this, right? But now you get to see how these fucking people are. And now you get to see what we're saying, right? Now this is on display they're 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 ridiculous, retarded, fucking uh, 
Toads. They're, well, they're, they're schizophrenic. Clown toads. They're, they're schizophrenic thought patterns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. just a normal Negro, right? He's not schizophrenic. The normal Negro brain is just operates the way we would think as a schizo brain operates, right? So for mm-hmm. a white person to behave and think like that, they would absolutely be schizophrenic. But that is the normal Negro mindset, 100%. Yes, and there is a actual so so you know we as Europeans we uh, mentally uh, have a pretty large sliding scale of our personal time horizon uh, that we exist in, right? And and we're all familiar with uh, the the idea of what a time horizon is, right? We we can think past a certain barrier of time. We and we can ascribe our personal agency, our our uh, low time preferency, to that uh, time horizon, and say, okay, this is needs to take place in this specific span of time, and it will take this amount of time to get this X, Y, or Z done. Right? Blacks have fifteen second time horizons. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> they can't, and 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 it goes in reverse. They can't think before or after fifteen seconds. So that, like, you know, when when you ask, when the judge asks him uh, all these retarded questions over and over again, like she's giving him a warning over and over again, but he forgets about the warning. That's why she keeps warning him. Well, and this 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 theory also bears out in my Grand Theft Auto theory. See, <clears throat> I have a theory that all Negroes live a life their their entire existence. Is just a re- uh, 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 an IRL reenactment of Grand Theft Auto, uh, and uh, the reason I say this is because of their interactions with police. They believe that they mm. can beat the shit out of a cop, shoot a cop, run from the police, and as long as they get out of the eye shot of the cop, they win. Right, the game's over. There's no further consequences. Right, as long as their the scar, their, their star, le- yeah, as long as their star level drops down. They're okay, right? There's no further consequences, and that's exactly what you're saying. They have no, they have no ability to envision the future, right? Or the consequences of their actions, right? They just do not have that mechanism in their brain. Yeah. <laughs> Good for sports. Helps when you're chasing a ball, you know? Or right, getting yeah. chased by a pack of, your, of, the, of the tribe next door. You know? well, and that's why they'll, like, jump in the air and, and, and go for those catches and just get smashed by another player because they have no ability to foresee this fucking giant fucking nigger running toward them at full speed, so they still leap in the air for the ball, right? Yeah, not, and they just get afraid. smoked. Yeah, they don't have the ability forgot, to be afraid. <laughs> they forgot about the last time it happened, yeah. 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 And they were no, out no, for six pile, weeks. Piled 25 concussions on top of that. <laughs> you know, and you just have a murderer, yeah. Oh shit! What the dude did it, Pomo? Good bit be that dumb motherfucking big snoo cop in the bow, motherfucker. Uh, real quick, distant thoughts. Thank you very much. Big hail to you, brother, and no goal. Thank you very much, brother. I appreciate you guys very much. Look, a little bit of big snooting there for you. <laughs> let's uh, let's watch Mr. Daryl Brooks break down. So, have you heard uh, another thing? Have you heard, uh, like, what, what his – do you, do you guys see where his defense is going? Do you guys see what he's trying to do here? Have you guys been keeping up with the trial? A little bit, yeah. I kind of noticed, you know, he's sort of almost, like, trying to – like, he's, he won't even, like, accept his name. You know, like, he's, like, kinda almost oh, like he's yeah, trying yeah. to do, like, this, this extreme sovereign citizen. Like, the government is a, a non-entity, and I'm a non-entity, and none of this is real. It's, like, fucking retarded. And what's the other one? Uh, 
something about jurisdiction, uh, basically challenging whether or not the 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 court has the right to try that. So the thing he keeps bringing up is something something jurisdiction. I can't remember exactly the thing he keeps bringing up, but what it basically is is saying like, so each court has a specific area in which they can rule, right? So like civil court can only rule on civil cases, you know, small claims court can only, you know, jurisdiction, so on so, jurisdiction, yeah, uh, or yeah. jurisprudence. Yeah, and that's what he keeps else? challenging because he's too stupid to fucking just he's too stupid to know the law, right? This motherfucker really came forward and said that they can't try this case because he has the right to face his accusers, bro. And since the state of Wisconsin is an entity and not a person and he can't look the entire state of Wisconsin, he doesn't have the he can't face the entire state of Wisconsin, they have no grounds to try him. That's how far that's how deep this nigger's understanding of the law goes. Uh, but I guess he turned on the waterworks today. But what I was saying is the, the actual defense I think he's going for, I think he's actually trying to make the argument that because uh, he got into a fight, or the fact that he got into a fight with his girlfriend was the reason he ran through the parade. He got into a fight with his girlfriend, and then by uh, and then a fight with this, this white tweaker dude, who I forget his fucking name, and that's why he was mad, and that's why he drove th- through the parade. Right, so that that that's 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 the the fucking uh, excuse he's going for right now. They were playing a, a tape earlier t- earlier today in the court, and it was a tape of him, I think, talking to a cop, and that's what he was saying. He was like, "Well, if I would have made better choices in the women I talked to, I maybe wouldn't have done this today." So he's trying to blame it all on the fact that he got into a fight with his girl, and he was like mentally distraught that he decided to go run over a bunch of fucking white people. And did you, and, and and it's fucking pretty fucking convenient that he's allowed to make this fucking argument. While they 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They banned all of his tweets about fucking murdering white people. They banned all the math boy fly tweets. They banned them from evidence. They can't be brought into court. All of that shit cannot be presented in the court. Did they watch his video today? Yeah, because yeah, he fucked did. up. It was his fault because that dumb nigger brought it up in court. That video was banned from evidence. They weren't supposed to be able to play that. But when when a defendant uh. When a defendant, um, what they call, opens the door to evidence, then the prosecution is allowed to 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 question them on it, right? So this stupid motherfucker asked the goddamn cop uh, about. He said, uh, "Have you seen the video that this this uh, screenshot was taken from?" And as soon as that motherfucker said that, hey, those fucking those prosecution attorneys were sitting over there waiting for that stupid nigger to say this. And as soon as he said that, she was like, the fucking chick goes, we moved to pull this into evidence. Like immediately, he wasn't done saying that shit. And she was like, we would like to bring this into evidence, please. And fucking brought it up. And then he started pitching a fucking fit, dude. He did not like it. Corey Schmeckelstein, what's up, brother? How are you doing, man? It's good to see you. Good to fucking see you. He says, my Costco used to be all white people on Sunday afternoon. Now it's like H.G. Wills. Fucking Morlock world. Yeah, dude. Uh, me and WhiteTuber were just talking about that. I think it was actually off air the other day. Did any? And I've said this before, man. This is why I am convinced that we are no longer, white people are no longer a majority in this country. I think we're a plurality, but not a majority. There's a difference. The difference is a plurality means you are the dominant, you are the majority race put up against any one race individually, right? Like, yes, there are more whites than blacks. There are more whites than Mexicans. There are more, and that's arguable, but there are more whites than uh, Arabs, more whites than Chinese, so on and so forth, right? But when you put all of these non-white races up against us, we are far outnumbered. If you if you stack us up against blacks, Mexicans, Arabs, Chinese, whatever the fuck else, Native Americans in this fucking country, we are the minority. 
And you see this when you go into public. Go to any public outing. A uh, 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 fucking it's 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 Halloween. Go to a haunted house. You're gonna see three to one, non-white to white. Go to a fucking corner store, a gas station, three to one. Go to a fucking Walmart, a Target, a fucking shopping mall, a Best Buy, wherever the fuck you, a goddamn Starbucks. Anywhere you go, you are going to see a three to one ratio, non-white to white. That's the reality of of, of, of third world America. Hundred percent, man. All right, let's check this fucking thing out real quick. <clears throat> oh shit, let me share it with you guys. That's like that up here, man. <clears throat> oh, you know, my whole life living in Canada, you think of the states is all different. It's, it's it's much more racially diverse, and it used to be up here. Like they done, they've done it in such a short period of time up here. It's crazy. When I was a kid, it was white everywhere, and now. Just like you said. Well, the Mexican invasion has been very impressive, man, because like I said before, uh, the apartments I grew up in were, were mostly black and Mexican when I was young. Uh, or I'm sorry, black and Hmong when I was young. Black and Asian. And there was there were quite a few Mexicans, but the majority were like black and Asian. For some reason, uh, we had this huge conglomerate of Hmong people there. Uh, but now, when you go there now, it's like a fucking, it's like an MS-13 stronghold. Like, those apartments are now like a compound for Mexican gangs. <laughs> you know, it's just like, they took over that entire fucking side of town. I mean, that entire fucking side of town uh, is just 100% Mexican. It's fucking absurd, man. It, wow. it happened and it happened quick, dude. It happened quick. I mean, I was just out there, you know, uh, in, my, in my early 20s running around. Right, yeah. and I'm not even fucking forty yet, and it flipped that quick. <clears throat> yeah, you know, I mean, I, I lived there from you know the time I was seven until I was like seventeen, <clears throat> and then we moved to another side of town. But I still ran around out there because all my people were there. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And and just since then, man, it's it's fucking completely gone ape shit. Sir. Um, obviously, I don't have any uh, rehearsed or well. <laughs> Well prepared speech. Give us the audio here. This, uh, you should have the audio, do you not? Here, I'll run it again. But look at this fucking nose. Look at the nose on this fucking Negro. He's he's half Jew. He has to be, right? Yeah, I think. He he's has half to. So he has to be. Look at that. There's the audio. Audio's good. Um, look at that. I mean, it hooks down and everything. Yeah, Brooks. It is Mel a hook. Brooks, Albert Brooks. Yeah, yeah. The, and the ears. The 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 uh, the ear shape. Golly, I never noticed that. You know, when he had his dreadlocks and the and the goatee and shit, it kind of covered up that hook fucking nose. I would just like to first say that uh, I want to bring to remembrance something I I think everyone in this room has been taught. Uh, pretty much as far back as we can remember is that there's always two sides to every story. Um, and not when you run over a bunch of children or old women in a car, nigger. There's not two sides to that yeah. story. You don't get to tell well, your side. What about the 60 sides, 66 sides of that that are not getting heard? 100%. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, and I'm confused. Like, are, is there a shortage of, a shortage of rope? 
in fucking Wisconsin? <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, look at how disgusted this poor fucking bailiff is, how how defeated he is, that the fact that he has to sit back there and listen to this fucking animal make a mockery of the court and dance on the graves of the people he murdered without being able to bash him over and pit, bash him over the back of the head with his gun. I guarantee you that cop is just going to bed at night having dreams, fever dreams, of pistol whipping this sorry motherfucker to death right there in that court. For so long now, He's uh, probably still a year. Yeah, he probably still doesn't see him as a black. It's not even a black thing, right? It's just that he's a piece of shit. He refuses to see the race. He's so he's so defeated yeah. and racially abused. He refuses to see the racial angle. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. There's only truly been one side told of this story, and uh, I've sat back and watched. And you watch while you press the fucking gas pedal while you sat back. Narratives that that that's been put Fuck. out there. Um, the way this incident has been portrayed at times, and uh, finally, uh, everyone getting a chance to get the full story. Um, You won't hear me try to uh, argue facts. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> no is, fucking shit. You won't try to argue facts. This incident was tragic. Very tragic. That's not lost on me. Um, facts are that uh, there's still a lot of people healing. A lot of families healing on both sides. Um, both sides. Both sides of what? What are you talking about? There's and only one side here that's that has to heal. And still, you know, here's the thing: this asshole is an anti-white terrorist. Yep. Our our race will never heal because of him. He has left a scar. He has left a a, a marring across our race. Uh, a, a, a fucking black fingerprint, a smudge on our kind, and it will never be forgotten, and it never should be. And, yes, 100%. And not only that, there's no there's no healing on his side. His, his, his people rejoiced at the fact that he did this. For one, they rejoiced at the fact of killing white people. That's always a win for them. That's always, when, when white lives are lost, it is a win for the black community. 100%. That's the way they see it. That is the way they fucking see it. And the other half is probably happy they don't have to deal with this fucking piece of shit anymore. Right? This was a net win for everybody involved that knew this nigger. Right? For all of this, all of this piece of shit's uh, uh, acquaintances and, and, and friends and, and family that all probably fucking hate him because he's a shady fucking African. Uh, this was a net win for them. Right? They got to see white people die and get rid of a nuisance in their life. Right? There's no, there's no healing to be done on his side. This was revenge. This was revenge for George Floyd. That's what this was revenge for. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and when you said both sides, you know, like how close is he coming to admitting to a hate crime? How close is he coming to say one side is white and one side is black? Dude, he could, like he he could stand that. Dude, come on, brother. We know this. This is something. We don't got to sit here and pretend like we don't know this country is obsessed with the Negro. He could stand there in the middle of that court 
on top of the table and scream that he killed him because they were white, and they still wouldn't give this nigger a hate crime charge. They still wouldn't give him a fucking hate crime charge because this country is a fucking filled to the brim with nigger-worshipping niggers, dude. When I'm confident that uh, the evidence will show, um, sorry, I'm getting a little emotional. When I'm confident that the evidence will show is that this incident was not planned. Bullshit. This incident was not intentional. Bullshit. This incident was not intentional. He didn't intentionally. Dude, have you seen the fucking pictures of that fucking SUV and how much damage he did to it with human bodies? It looks like he drove that motherfucker into a brick wall, and he did that with flesh. He did that with human flesh, that damage. And, and he sped the fuck up. Shit. Yeah, you leaned on the no, guy, you fucking nigger. There's no way that was an accident. He didn't hit the fucking bricks at all. He just he sped the fuck up halfway through. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you know what? I'm just not even going to. If this fucking nigger... Gets anything less than, than a life sentence for every fucking... Uh, if he gets anything less than the rest of his natural life in jail. Dude. This incident... It's never even thought about. There better be some motherfucking... Some, some goddamn Waukesha riots. Is, or Waukesha riots is all I'm saying. If this motherfucker... Uh, men, with, if men with torches and need, fucking rope. Yes. If this motherfucker... Get some measly manslaughter or, or ten, shitty 10-year sentence. There better be some motherfucking Waukesha riots. That's all I'm saying. I'll be there. You can fucking, hey, right. feds, you can hear that all you fucking want. If this motherfucker doesn't spend the rest of his life, because they don't have a death penalty in fucking uh, Wisconsin. So if this motherfucker. After this, they will. If this motherfucker does not get sentenced to the rest of his life in prison, there there better be some motherfucking chairs being, some tables being flipped in the temple. There better be some fucking action. Mm. Not to derail too hard, but did you guys see Ethan Liming, one of the um, three that were arrested, got off uh, 180 days served, no time? Are you kidding me? No. No time served or times time served. The last thing I saw from the Ethan Liming case is this is this is the <clears throat> this is the this is the Jew Jitsu J E W Jitsu that they were doing. They were saying that he wasn't killed by his assailants. He was killed because he fell and his head hit the concrete. So the Negroes that beat the life out of him didn't kill him. It was just him falling and hitting his head on the concrete. Yeah, it didn't have anything it didn't have anything to do with the 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 occipital bone the strongest bone in your skull that like can survive multiple like bounces off the fucking curb um was smashed beyond all recognition and the and the kid had a fucking boot print in his chest and you want to tell and he had like collapsed lungs, broken ribs and shit and you want to tell me that he died because he fell backwards. Get the fuck out of here. All the pro the prosecutors, the district attorney, the judge, all of them are complicit in these 
fucking asshole toads getting away with murder and terrorism against white children. And you know what? All of them, all of them will pay. When the time comes, we are keeping a record. We have a massive proscription list. We are keeping track. And what do you think the everyday Telegram channel is? What the fuck? What do you think Telegram is? It's a record-keeping system. When the time comes, judicial punishment like justice will be handed out judicially. But yeah. Real quick, I want to say thank you to somebody I haven't seen in a long time, and it is great to see you. Big Hair Tsunami. Good to see you, man. I haven't seen you in fucking ages, man. It's great to see you. Thank you very much, man. Uh, it's good to see you back around. All right, man. I don't really know how much more time I want to spend on this. Uh, man, let's click through here a little bit. It's easy to look at out of the coin. I believe it. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he it. doesn't deserve it's our like, time. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, deserve he doesn't my deserve fucking airtime straight up. He fucking doesn't, man. Uh, he does not fucking deserve it. But I do want to show you guys something. So uh, this right here was something I was talking about on the last episode when we. Uh, we're talking about Kanye. I was telling you guys about this little Negro Marine. Now, I couldn't find the uh, propaganda piece that was made for him where they showed this little speech. And then the after, right after this, they showed a bunch of Negroes killing cops. And it was like a pro-cop, uh, like a, it's supposed to be a, 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 a stab or, or whatever, a slight against Black Lives Matter or whatever. Uh, so I'm going to show you guys this. And I'm going to show you guys how far... White people bit the hook. And then I'm going to show you what this guy, and, and I'm going to show you wh why all of these people that are, that are throwing their chips in <clears throat> with, with, with Kanye West are going to be made a fool of more than they already have. So here's a video. This kid uh, was a former Marine, and he made this video, and it became a huge uh, viral video. And then people started making like other propaganda pieces like the one I'm talking about. It was a video uh, with him speaking at the beginning, and then uh, a song called Crossfire kicked in, and it showed a bunch of cops being killed. Uh, but here we go. This is the this is the video right here. How's it going, people? Uh, I did post a video on YouTube. Case, hey, somebody reported your photo, or somebody, but Facebook removed it. They didn't give me no notification because normally if somebody reported your post, or, it doesn't matter. People got my link. They still gonna share my video. What we felt 400 years ago. Oh, Newsflash: okay. Was you living 400 years ago? And now they encourage this isn't it. This isn't it. the original video says uh, fuck black lives matter and all that But here uh, I'll play a little bit of this anyways. I'm just gonna put the original video starts He's like man fuck black lives matter bye 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 Sit on YouTube and put the link at the bottom of this video So y'all remove this video. It doesn't matter people got my link. They still gonna share my video My word gonna get out my voice will be heard I'm promoting this all lives matter movement I sub I'm gonna tell you why because it's you all see him just, trying to uh, keep from smiling black lives matter face. movement only promotes racism and now they encouraging black people to go kill white people because they want white people to feel what we felt 400 years ago newsflash was you living 400 years ago no was those you know what I'm saying was you born 400 years ago no so how you gonna let something in the past that you was that you never existed that you was never born in 
Alright, so here you go. There's that, right? And then here's this other one. I want to show you guys this as well. Then 36 hours. Right, after this nigger did this, of course, Fox News fell at his feet like, oh, oh, one of our pet Negroes is, is lashing out against Black Lives Matter. Look at how great this is. And they trot him out on Fox News. Since the mysterious death of a police officer in Illinois, and despite having at least 100 investigators searching for Lieutenant Joe Glinowitz oh. and his killers, that, that is, Where authorities is appear to be nowhere clear complaints it is. about the patrol car. A crime that has led to new complaints about the anti-police rhetoric we have been hearing, in particular from some of these Black Lives Matter protests. But law enforcement officials are not the only ones questioning the movement now. Earlier this week, a Marine vet took to YouTube with a message that quickly got national attention. This uh, Black Lives Matter movement only promotes racism, and now they're encouraging black people to go kill white people because they want white people to feel what we felt 400 years ago. All lives matter. That police officer that got killed by that black man because that black man listened to what y'all was saying by going out and killing white people. That police officer's life mattered. That nine-year-old girl in Ferguson, Missouri, that got shot in the head while she was doing all that homework. That is the same video. In a drive-by shooting. I just didn't go far enough into it. protested. Her life mattered. Then y'all slandered me. Y'all called me Uncle Tom and all that type of stuff. How whatever. Man, take this out. I got drill. I had drill instructors in boot camp that had better insults than y'all. The reason why I have a lot of black supporters, I'm telling you the God honest truth. The reason why I have a lot of black supporters is because black people can't accept the truth about themselves. Black people men to the truth is like them snitching on themselves, and black people had this no snitching rule. They gonna deny till they die. Sad. I'm gonna pray for you. Joining me now, the young Marine you just saw, Michael Whaley. Michael, thank you so much for being here. What a powerful so, message, and I want to anyways, start by saying, yeah. Nah, yeah, here it goes. They got this nigger all over fucking Fox News, and he plays the whole part. But if you pay attention, look at him the whole time. He's trying to keep from fucking laughing at these gullible retarded fucking white people that fall at the feet of every negro it's a that... grift yeah it's a grift they trot this motherfucker out off a shitty youtube video right like think of the guys that make like like car videos on our side right it's talking truth speaking through like from a loving place and this guy's fucking th this little youtube shitty little grift gets fucking national airtime after unbelievable man of course the guy's laughing man it's a fucking joke and then here it is right here uh, shortly after he released that video and got brought on to um, Fox News and all of that shit, he comes back, and on the bottom of this video, he adds some commentary. And the comment he puts on his own video in the description is, if you're white and support this dumbass video, then you are a racist who just got exposed because it's in this video I basically degrade my own race, and white folks love it. When a black man panders for them by degrading his own race. Congrats, white people. You got exposed. This is the reason I did this video. And then I tried to find it. But after he put that out, he made another video of him drinking from a cup that said white tears. And fucking white people, when this little fucking nigger came out with that fuck Black Lives Matter video, ate it up the exact same way they're eating up fucking Kanye. Every time some Negro figures out that he can grift white people by parroting their talking points, white people fall for it. Hook, line, and sinker every fucking time without fail. It never fucking fails. There's never a time when gullible whites don't fall at the feet of a fucking nigger when he starts trying to, 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 to co-opt their, their grievances, their issues. Man, uh, to put a window, you know, you, you do and we do a good job here, John, of showing people the psychology of these fucking 
people, <clears throat> niggers, excuse me. And I came across, have you heard of WAC 100? I have. I know who that is. Yeah. So he did a stream yesterday where a dude came on where his girl that is on that show, like part of his like, crew, she's a female. And he had somebody come on that like actually did a murder that they were talking about. And like, it was unbelievable. It was, it was the most clear insight. We're going to have to do it. It's, it's a bit long, but I'll, we'll, we'll do the timestamps. It's unbelievable. It's the best, the clearest picture of how these people think. It's unbelievable. You remember Mr. Organic? I think we need to re go back and revisit the Mr. Organic because the show has grown quite substantially since we visited uh, Mr. Organic uh, and talked about him. That was one of the most eye-opening uh, looks into Negro psychology was the in Mr. Organic interview on uh, No Jumper. It was very, very shocking. He talked about praying for his dad to die so he could get a welfare check to buy drugs with and all kinds of crazy shit. All kinds of insane, insane. Just he talked about uh, thinking, realizing he was the man at a young age because he was being molested by his mother's friends. <laughs> he was like, I really realized I was the man and shit, you know, at a real young age because all my mama's partners was into me, man. They be touching on my dick, <laughs> like, nigger. You were being molested. That doesn't mean you're the fucking man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <clears throat> Pretty solid coke to build your whole fucking life on, I suppose, man. If you want to live man. in a delusion that's being reinforced by the by by the whole society you live in. Sure. <laughs> Roll insane, with it. You fucking crazy asshole. Uh let me see what we got over here. Mighty Mouse, thank you very much. He says, see, it wasn't niggers' fault, it was BLM movement. That's why there's all this destruction. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah. It's just the BLM movement, not just their natural behavior, right? Of course. Uh, no, then uh, hold on. It's uh, let me tell you exactly who it is. Uh, actually, you know what? You have a you have a guest speaker for just a second. Hey, uh, could you tell everybody who's responsible for all of these uh, all these toads destroying shit and co opting our talking points? Jew, Jewish, Jews, Judaism, Jews, Judaism, 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 Jewish, Jewish, Jew, 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 Jewish, Jews, 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 Judaism, Jew, Jewish, Jewish, Jews, Jews, Judaism, Jews, 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 fucking Jew, Jews, Jewishness, Jews, Jews, Jew, Jewishness, Jews, Jewish, Jewish, Jew, Jews, Jewish, Jews, 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 uh, <laughs> I love amazing. that. It's perfect. Fucking amazing. Uh, Abe Froman, e, if you are on uh, Telegram, DM me. Uh, we should uh, link up and have dinner or something when you're in town. Uh, that's not too far. That's not too far for me to make it to you. Uh, yeah, get a hold of me on Telegram. Uh, or if you don't have Telegram, let me know. I'll send you my uh, email. Um. But yeah, uh, where are we at? All right, guys, I have to take a piss. Um, yeah, and it's almost break. For a while, but yeah, I have, it. and it's almost break time. So we are going to go to break. And on the other side of the break, we are going to talk about the process church of the final judgment. Uh, these people are connected to uh, Laurel Canyon, um, the son of Sam Killings, uh, Charles Manson. Um, Son uh, of Sam, by the way, Jew. Jew, yes. Yeah, Samuel Burke only killed white people. Uh, 
uh, what was the other thing? Uh, pit bulls. They were one of the number one pit bull uh, advocate. They advocated for pit bulls to be family dogs. <clears throat> um, God, what else were they involved in? All yeah, kinds of uh, hate Ashbury. Involved. They were in hate Ashbury. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they were uh, peripheral to to uh, the what, what was the book we did? Um, uh, on it. Well, what it is inside the canyon. Yeah, well, and it's yeah, also to all those groups and all those people. And the L. Ron Hubbard. Yes, uh, with Ron... Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, which goes back to uh, Alistair Crowley by way of Jack Parsons and uh, the Babylon workings that Jack Parsons and L. Ron Hubbard did together, which goes takes us all the way back to Sabbatean Frankism. And when you get into uh, what the Process Church taught, you get to you start to realize that that is a part. It's a direct uh, offshoot of, I can't ever, on this day I bring the spring. I can't remember his name. Let me get his name right. again. Was it not Jacob Frank? No, he was a Frankist. He, he was a Sabbatean yes. Frankist. He, he it was Iba shoots, Iba shoots or some shit like that. I'll yes, find. yes, yes. Uh, Ibe shits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, how the fuck you say that, yeah. Let me find it real quick. And Jacob, maybe it was Jacob as well. Jacob Ibschutz or something. Yeah, he had a really fucking weird name. And I remember that part, yeah. Uh, is that what it was? Uh, well, now I can't fucking find it. I'll have to go back and look through those notes. But yeah, it's like on this day, I brought the spring or on this day, I bring the sun or some shit like that. What the fuck is his name? Yep. Is it Sabotai Zevi? No, no. This guy was, uh, he was after Sabotai Zevi and at the very end, just before uh, Jacob Frank died, he was a uh, Sabbatean Frankist. He had followed both of them and he wrote his own uh, Frankist Bible and the Fucking uh, even rabbis and shit that read it said it was the most profane book they had ever read. Uh, it talked about how God was both good and evil and him. Basically, uh, Jesus and Satan were one and the same and how he was both male and female and basically a tranny and that they were trying to bring back together uh, the good and evil and male female aspects of God all into one. Uh, it was really bizarre shit and it was fucking Something like that, dude. Something I'm looking for it too. It's driving me nuts. This looks fucking great. The name, <laughs> the the name Frankism comes from the founder of this movement, Jacob Frank. He was the most radical representative of the Sabbatean movement, which, according to the great rabbinical scholar Gollum Shalom, <laughs> I got has... I got, I got it here. Jonathan Ibeshutz, E Y B E S H U T Z. What's the name of the book? It is. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I came I'm this scrolling. day to the spring, right? I came this day to the spring. Hang on. Uh, didn't tell me that yet. Seventeen controversy. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, here it is. Blah. I came this day to the stream. I was shits. Right. Yeah. That's okay. Right. Here yeah. it is. I found it. Uh. Yeah. Here it is. I came this day to the spring. Rabbi Jonathan Ibushets is what is who his name was. Yeah, there we go. All of this shit is an offshoot directly from this vein of thinking of the Sabbatean Frankist line, right? But anyways, with all of that said, 
We will go to break and we will be right back. Thank you all very, very much for being here. Thank you all very, very much for the donations. Uh, I can't wait to get that camera. It's really going to change the game and I'm excited to do uh, excited to do that shit. Uh, Partisan, just uh, as a little side, there is a, there's some Baphomet shit. Uh, it all ties into that. It just all ties into, uh, you know, <clears throat> Baphomet was the as above, so below symbolism. Uh, right? There was an element of that to Baphomet. And there's a lot of that um, duality uh, metaphysics, yeah. right? The metaphysics, I mean, of, metaphysics of duality are, are play a big part in this, uh, from Abaraxis uh, on into Hermes Trismegistus, or however the fuck you say that. Hermes Trismegistus, as above, so below. If that was exactly. The yeah. Uh, all right, guys, we're going to go to break and we will be right back. You fucking bleed now! All 
right, and we are back, family. Sorry if I left y'all hanging there for a second. I don't know how long that damn uh, song was over with. Uh, sorry about that, guys. But uh, yeah, let me get this over here. Move. I'm having. Damn, there we go. Oh, that ain't gonna work. That's kind of small. Uh, so guys, what we're gonna be talking about here on the second half. Uh, oh, hold on. Let me before we get to that. Uh, partisan, thank you very much, brother. Uh, partisan, uh, hail to you, brother. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, Scattershell says, thank you for being you, John, keeping it real as the Negroes say. Well, thank you, brother. I'm glad you appreciate it. Thank you very, or I'm glad you enjoy the show. I really appreciate, uh, the, the donation, brother. I really appreciate all that, guys. It really does help. <clears throat> and I try to use it, uh, to make the show better, right? Like I used, I got the computer, got the screens, uh, trying to get the camera. So I try to use, use it for, for good, <laughs> right? I try to put it back into the show and whatnot, but I really appreciate all y'all's support. Uh, it really does help a lot, man. Thank you all very much. Uh, Akilah, Brother Gaines, we got y'all back, right? Hell yeah. Oh, yes. All right. And Sheen, what's up, Sheen? How y'all doing, family? 30 people over there on Sheen. Andale, Carbon Fiber, uh, Trey, what's up, family? Ross, live streams. What's up, y'all? Thanks for being here. All right. So let's get on into it, guys. The Church of the Process of the Final Judgment. Have you guys heard of these people before? That's negative. So I hadn't either. I actually stumbled upon these people. And I, let me take that back. I actually have heard of them before, but I never really paid much attention to it. When I first heard of them, I heard of them through Charles Manson. When I was looking into Charles Manson, when I did the Manson and Chimirmir episode, which is another great one that we may have to revisit, uh, where we talked about Billy Chimirmir and Charles Manson. They weren't related at all, but they were just two different serial killers we talked about. And uh, Anyway, <clears throat> we talked about Manson's... Uh, interactions with Charlie West and, and a lot of his shit involving uh, the LSD experiments and the shit on Haight-Ashbury. Uh, and I had heard him talk about these people before, right? Uh, the Church of the Process. So he talks about them in a couple interviews. Uh, and he even talked about them to the um, police as they were interrogating him during his arrest. But we'll get to that in a minute. What's up, Night Nation? How are you doing, brother? Good to see you. Uh, great couple shows you've had here recently, man. Uh Awesome shit, brother. Thank you very much for that uh, donation, and thank you very much, Face and Flint. Hail to you, brother. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. So let's get on into it. The church, the process, church is the final judgment. Uh, you guys are going to fucking wig out on the connections. I, I, the Spurg in me wants to immediately just skip all of the history and talk about the connections to all the fucked up people we've talked about on this yeah. show in the past, but I think it's necessary to kind of lay a foundation there. You know what I mean? It runs deep. It runs deep. It's really crazy. When we did the uh, <laughs> so weird funny. scenes inside the Canyon show, it's right adjacent to all that stuff and much more. Yep. And all the way back to Sabatier and Frankism, right? All the way back. I mean, the Jack Parsons episode, the, the Laurel Canyon episode, the Sabatier and Frankist episode, all of this is connected to the process church. The process church of the final judgment was established in 1966 by two people, uh, Mary Ann McLean and Robert DeGrimmis. And his name was actually Robert Moore, but he changed his name from Robert Moore, M-O-O-R, to Robert DeGrimison. Uh, That's the picture of him right there. That's them here on the hill. Let me go to the bigger screen. Uh, so this is him in the middle here. This is Robert DeGrimison here. And notice he's got that kind of uh, trying to trying to look like Jesus thing going on, yeah. right? And yeah. this is Mary here. Uh, so funny thing about Mary de Grimison and Robert uh, Grim. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mary de Grimison. 
Mary McLean and Robert de Grimiston, excuse me, was that they met through the Church of Scientology. Uh, Mary McLean was actually L. Ron Hubbard's girlfriend or wife or the bitch he was fucking at the time. And if you remember, uh, L. Ron Hubbard had a history of that himself, uh, stealing people's uh, women and trying to go start religions. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's how they met. And they actually, when they decided to, uh, the way I understand it, L. Ron Hubbard found out that they were fucking and excommunicated them from the Church of Scientology. And when they found out he was going to do that, they pulled like the, you can't fire me because I quit kind of a deal, right? They tried to pull that fucking maneuver and they, they knew it was coming, so they stole some of those fucking weird machines, like where you got to grab the two rods and they fucking do the auditing or whatever. Yeah. I forget. I think they're called Dianetic machines, maybe. Yeah. Or maybe the system is called Dianetics. Have you ever have you ever gotten in one of those places and had that done? Fucking absolutely not. I've done it. It's fucking retarded, man. It's hilarious. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, I just wanted to see what was up. So I went in one time and the dude and was they like... you. Kayla, were you molested no, by the Church of Scientology? No, no, bro, I'm jacked. I'm jacked. It was cool. It was <laughs> yeah, I'm jacked. I can, pr- I can protect myself from the molestation <laughs> of the Satanists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the dude was mad at me, bro. They start asking these weird questions, like basically steering you to start to try to admit you're a bad person. And then I'm like, yo, dude, like, no, nah, like, I'm pretty nice. Like, actually, no, that's not true. Like, I'm cool. Like, like I was just like, I'm, I am nice. So I was like disagreeing with him. And then he was like, how dare you? He got, he got all offended, bro. And he was like this scraggly looking dude. And like, I'm not. So that, <laughs> he got really mad at me, bro, because he started like like um, getting mad at me. And then I told him, you know, like, look at you and look at me, dude. Like, I, like I'm not letting you tell me I'm a bad person. Look at you. <laughs> he got yeah. so mad. Hey. He got so mad, dog. The, 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 the manager came and they all they kicked me out. I was just laughing. It was hilarious. What's up, bro? Hey, uh, unfortunately, I have to go. I have oh, to go geez. pick up pick up the wife. Um, you know, so uh, I will. Uh, I'll try to get back on here. So, um, I don't know how long you're gonna be, but um, I got to go pick the wife up. You guys uh, heard it here and, first. Gaines loves cults and doesn't want to 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 be a part of the cult bashing going on here tonight. So he's gonna. <laughs> so he's gonna I leave. Know, that's so rude. <laughs> i'm a part of the 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 world's greatest fertility (laughs) cult next to the third reich right no doubt but uh, but anyways Uh, it's a great it's been great having you yeah thank you and uh i'll try to get back here if i can um but the wife is probably going to want some tlc you know yeah so all right thank you so much all right love you all love you brother god bless you love you yeah, man. So I, yeah, I trolled this uh, Church of Scientology that, that happened in real life. I should have filmed it. That's why we needed. That's why we, we, we get you guys you. send send John money for two cameras, you guys. Dude, uh, <laughs> I have a really cool idea. I don't want to spoil it. Remind me, and I'll tell you off off the air. Uh, okay, but cool. When I do it, if I pull it off the way I want to, it's gonna be pretty fucking badass, and nobody has done uh, nobody's done it yet. I'm I'm sure of that. So it'll be pretty cool, man. Hopefully we we can. Uh, I mean, hell, look, we're already halfway there, huh? We're already halfway there. there. You go. God bless you, chat. You wonderful <clears throat> yeah. motherfuckers, beautiful bastards. They really love are. you. We have the best fucking. Uh, we have the best followers here, man. We have the best chat. Hundred uh, percent. Okay, so fuck. Where are we at now? What was I talking about? Where are we oh at? yeah, I derailed hard. We were talking about Scientology. Uh, I'm gonna do real, real quick one more time because, like, Please. I'll bring you, I'll bring you back around. Fucking imagine that this was your social group, 
imagine fucking you're just boys you're boys with l ron hubbard like he's got a religion you guys fucking get in a fight fucking steal his girl start your own religion like steal his his weird religion gear like what the fuck are these people doing yeah that's your life they bro they got they were into some fucked up shit man uh and it was all tied into the lsd experiments um that is one thing i will admit that I cannot do, right? And and for the sake of honesty, I cannot draw a straight line between them and an actual U.S. military agency to have them directly connected to the uh, LSD experiments. But I think at the end of this, everybody will kind of see it the way I do, that there's no way they weren't connected to that. Uh, so, um, yeah, they were started, uh, these two... Um, Mary you were at the point where they, where they installed the equipment. From uh, L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, so they steal the equipment, and immediately once they steal the equipment, they go on and they start their own uh, little religion. And at first, it wasn't uh, it wasn't called the process. It was called compu- compulsion analyzation or the compulsion analysts or some shit like that. And they used they they stole messes they stole uh. The, the the Dianetics methods or the the being audited methods or whatever from Scientology, and they were also using some of uh, Alfred Alder's psychological methods. Uh, Alfred Alder was an Austrian psychotherapist, uh, the founder of Individual Psychology, the School of Individual Psychology, emphasis on the importance of feelings of belonging, family, and birth order. Uh yeah, he was a member of the Vienna Circle. Uh, just a little bit of background on him. <coughs> uh, but back to the, the, the process. Um, so they used his some of his psychology and some of the auditing methods from Scientology uh, to start this compulsion. It was compulsion analysts. Comp- the... The group was com- called Compulsion Analysis. I'm sorry, Compulsion Analysis. There it is. Uh, they were assi- financially assisted by a lawyer uh, that they don't name here, uh, and I can't find a name for. Um, uh, goes on. So uh, they go through and they start doing the... They started with 25 members and moved to a commune at 2 Balfour Place in Mayfair, uh in West London. So this is they started in uh I think I said that earlier. They started in uh in London. They started overseas in England. In England. No kidding, yeah. Yeah, that's where it started. It comes it goes from England to Mexico to uh San Francisco to Utah. That's kind so of So is this motherfucker works. from England? He's got like an English accent? Yeah, he was actually a uh I could tell you what he was here. Let me find. Um he was born he was actually born in Shanghai in 1935. So Robert Moore or Robert fucking Grimstone Grimstone Robert de Grimston, yeah. Uh was born in Shanghai in 1935, relo- relocating to Britain as an infant. Uh, joined the cavalry, serving from 1954 to 1958 in the uh, British military. Uh, and Marianne McLean was born in 1931 and grew up in Glasgow. Uh, spent a year in the United States and had a relationship with boxer Sugar Ray Robinson. Oh. Uh, and worked as a high-end prostitute in London. Serving, sure. prom- serving prominent members in British 
business and politics. So that's their background. That's where they came from. And they both met at the Church of Scientology. Uh, where are we at? They started with 25 members, moved to a commune in West London. Uh, and then they gained, grew to about... Uh, Grew to about 30 members, and at this point, they started adopting uh, German shepherds, right? They, they, when they started, uh, as they started growing, they started adopting all these dogs, and everywhere you've seen them, they would take these big, fucking wild acting German shepherds. All, I mean, even if you see here in the fucking poster here that I've got up on, it's got these German shepherds, and they even go on to start sacrificing those German shepherds, and it gets real fucking bizarre. Uh, so. Yeah, so that's just, that's how it started, right? They they broke off from the Church of Scientology, and then uh, started their own little thing. And then eventually, once they moved to that commune, they started growing and they started getting really fucking weird. Uh, and that's when it really kind of transformed into the process. Uh, so, hey, when people uh, mess with dogs, man, people mess with animals, especially beautiful German shepherds like that, I hate that. So here we go, man. Um, let me get. This pulled up real quick because this is going to be important, and then we're about to take off on this uh, article here. You guys see the imagery that they're trying to project right there, too. You guys see the the, the Christian imagery in that that picture oh, there, and, it the, gets and the fucking, Nazi imagery. <clears throat> it gets wicked, dude, with the with the Christian imagery. It gets real fucking wicked. So, uh, let me get into this thing. The Process Church of the Final Judgment members uh, walked around in black robes with hoods and the goat of Mendez patches, preaching the coming apocalypse and that humanity was the ultimate evil and the spawn of the devil. Uh, so the um, goat of Mendez is this symbol right here. Uh, it's this, the Thelema Star of David, right? It's the Thelemic Star of David. I mean, that's really what it is. Let's be honest. It's a, it's a, it's a version of the, the Star of Rimfan. Uh, right. and they call that the goat of Mendez. It's directly, once again, uh, connected straight back to Aleister Crowley. Um, uh, you know, L. Ron Hubbard. So just, I'm sorry, a little aside, to talk about the Church of Scientology and how all this connects to um, Aleister Crowley. L. Ron Hubbard and Jack Parsons, when Jack Parsons who was working on all of his rocket experiments. And for people who don't know, Jack Parsons is the guy who started the Jet Propulsion Laboratory that eventually gave birth to NASA as we know it today. Jack Parsons was the father of American rocket science, and he was a, 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 a vehement Satanist, a direct uh, uh, apprentice under Aleister Crowley. Uh, he actually did a continuation of Crowley's Amalantra workings and he called them the Babylon workings. Him and Alice, him and L. Ron Hubbard did them together in the desert at Groom Lake. Um, they were trying to open portals and call entities through those portals. They did uh, rituals in the lake as in Groom Lake as they were firing off uh, these rocket experiments. And what they would do is at least one of the the rituals that was explained. And I I talked about this on uh, my um, Jack Parsons episode that I did. Uh, one of the rituals that was explained uh, by Crowley and Parsons, this isn't speculation, this is something they said they did. They would go into the desert, and as um, they were getting ready to fire off the rocket, uh, I think it was L. Ron Hubbard would recite a poem 
to the God Pan as Jack Parsons jacked off onto tablets with that poem inscribed into them. These were the kind of rituals they would do in the desert as they were doing their rocket experiments uh, and what they called the Babylon working. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard was a... I wouldn't call him a direct apprentice of Jack Parsons. They were kind of equals, but they both were apprentices of Alistair Crowley. Right? And then Parsons goes on, or I'm sorry, L. Ron Hubbard goes on to take Parsons' old lady and go on and form the Church of Scientology. And then all these years later, this guy snatches L. Ron Hubbard's girl and goes and starts the Church of the Process of the Final Judgment. Uh, <clears throat> Fucking weirdos, eh? Yeah, it's, it's crazy how all of this shit is connected. Uh, so, so here it says, um, yeah, L. Ron Hubbard learned his magic with Jack Parsons uh, from Aleister Crowley of the OTO, who used uh, that he used later to invent the Church of Scientology. The Process Church was just another man- manifestation of the manifestation of the same satanic satanic stream that created the OTO, and then helped from form some of the ideas of the Church of Scientology. Uh, so goes on to say the message of the process church was doom and gloom and death mixed with sex. Sounds a lot like Sabbatean Frankism, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, which was the opposite of the flower power generation and tie dye flower power resistance that became the main message for the 1960s peace movement. Um, the process ran a London coffee house known as Satan's Cavern. As they befriended celebrities and popu- popular musicians who would not only become their students and patrons, they would also begin the largest distribution of hateful ideologies around the globe, which helped create a global satanic state of mind. Uh, so here we got a little video. Let me uh, let me see if I can get the actual link to this. Here we go. Let me grab this link, and I'll show you a video of these guys. Here's a video of the Church of the Process, the Final Judgment. Uh... Here's a video that was embedded into this article. And in a new beginning. And for this purpose, Christ and Satan joined. Pure love descended from the pinnacle of heaven, united with pure hatred, raised from Bless the Bless yourselves before you walk those Christians. Did you hear what they said? This is why Christ and Satan must be joined as one. We take the pure love from heaven and the pure hatred from hell. This is the shit they believe. Of the death. Fulfillment of the promise. All conflicts are resolved. An end and a new beginning. The end of hell and the beginning of heaven. The end is now. The beginning is to come. That's fucking creepy, bud. continues on with that shit her singing with her terrible fucking bullshit but uh yeah here we go Let's see. okay anyways <clears throat> where are we at here back to it uh 
Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Satan's Cavern. There was also... Uh, so all these celebrities and shit would go there and hang out at this Satan's Cavern. And um, they had this and another... They're known for starting these little front organizations as as a uh, you know as a, as well, just what I said a front right a, a way to cover up what they're actually doing kind of like the uh, black self help black self help moving company remember black self help moving company right. that that right. the death angels used as their uh, base of operations but they disguised it as a moving uh, company for for reform Negroes uh, kind of right. the same thing with them they have a history of doing this they started with this uh, Satan's Cavern which was a coffee house in London where they would do these. Uh, they would do all of their rituals and shit there. Um, and then later on, we're going to talk about uh, where they're still operating uh, under like a, a, a front organization or a shell company or whatever you like to call it. Uh, in a 1973 article in the Toronto Star, uh, photos of the process church members performing an open satanic ceremony in a public library. Uh, let me see if I can get this opened up. Here we go. Boom. Here's a pic. Here's this right here. This is them, and this is another, this goes back to, uh, you know, you remember, or you, you know how we're all saying now, like, oh, <coughs> 40 years ago, they wouldn't allow a tranny in a public library. Well, here it is in the fucking late 60s, early 70s, they're having open satanic fucking rituals in a public yeah. fucking library, right? And the fact that this this cross, they tried to to tie this cross to, to a swastika uh, is another reason I think this was a, a government uh, operation. Uh, like the OTO and the Church of Satan, the Process Church of the Final Judgment targeted in- ignorant celebrities. Everyone, uh, uh, oh yeah, I was just saying, everyone knew that they would that attracting the celebrities would get people to follow them, basically. Uh, and here's another picture of one of these celebrities, um, Mary Tyler Moore. No kidding, Mary Tyler Moore. With the people from the Process Church holding up their magazines. Their magazines were a huge way that they distributed their propaganda, right? They had a huge media conglomerate behind them. And they would produce these high production value, like really well made. And, you know, for the times, pro- provocative and interesting, uh, like magazines that they would pass out by hand. And they would walk around with these big fucking German shepherds in these fucking, uh, you know, black cloaks with purple lining with big stand up collars and eye makeup and shit. So they would look like something out of a clockwork orange, right? Walking around with these big fucking dogs. And they would catch you, especially women, right? It's really easy to catch the eye of women with things like that, right? And, and that's how they would attract people in. And they had fucking Mick Jagger, uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, I think that gets into some of the other celebrities they had uh, that, that worked with them. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Let me get back to this. these notes over here. Uh, the Process Church's fa- uh, the Process Church's first magazine, the Common Market Issue, was printed and sold on the streets of London, and also distributed to each member of the House of Commons, the UK Parliament. The propaganda proved very influential to other cultural provocateurs and revolutionaries at the time, including uh, Charles Manson, uh, who once wrote an article for the Process Church's magazine in the Death Issue of Process Magazine. Uh, I think. I have a thing we can look at of that. Oh, no. Of course you wrote an article for them. Yeah, and here this is right here. This is from a site called Cult Nation. Uh, it's one of the sites I used to study for these uh, fucking weird motherfuckers. Uh, no, 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 that's not right. Cult Nation. 
coffee. It's still a little funny to me that they'd uh, that people like like a Mary Tyler Moore would be attracted to that sort of imagery and stuff. Um, it encourages the idea that some of those interactions maybe are astroturfed, you know? Yeah. Somehow, people are greasing palms, you know, and pay, paying people. So here is a a screenshot of Manson's article in. Uh... What's it? What was it called? It was a magazine. So their their things would be called like life, death, sex. Uh, this was the death issue of the Process magazine, and this is a copy of Manson's article in Death Issue magazine. <clears throat> he also the connections to Manson go a lot further than this. Um, Manson taught uh, basically his 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 whole deal was an offshoot of the Process Church, right? Manson's entire ideology was an offshoot. Of, of the process church's um, ideology. Let me find this real quick. I want to run through one thing real quick before we get into Manson. I've got so many fucking notes on this thing. Uh, is it this one? I think it's this one right here. Not that, not that, not that, not that. It's, is it in this one? Let me see if it's in this one. I've got like fucking six articles that I'm pulling all this shit from. Um, I'm looking up. I'm looking up right now. Uh, the singer from Steppenwolf. Yeah. John. Oh, yeah. There's a whole fucking bunch of them we're gonna get to, but I had one that had. I had one of these articles. Maybe I just dry copied it into my notes. Let me see if I dry copied it into my notes. No, I haven't yet. There's one article that really broke down the tenets of what they uh, believed in, and I'm trying to find which one that I'm trying to find it right now. And it like really laid it out, really good. Um, what's this one? Oh, that's the yeah. This is them. So check this out. This is the Process Church with Governor Wallace. That's them praying with Governor Wallace. Just a little aside there for you. That's crazy. Uh, so maybe it is this one right here, and I just haven't gotten far enough down into it yet. Let me look down here. Well, fucking shit. Hold on. I got to find this because it's really important to what we're talking about here, and it's in one of these. I'm curious, uh, and you don't need to answer me now because it's a bit of a deal. But I'm curious about, more curious about the origins of this this one dude, De Grimiston. That's all they give yeah. you. That he was born in Shanghai, moved yeah. to uh, England. That's all they give you, brother. That yeah. is all they fucking give you about this guy. Man, what the fuck? Why can I not find this? Is it here? Oh god! Oh god! It's not here because that's the one I've got open here. God dang it! This is gonna piss me off. I have to find this because it tell it break it broke down how they thought about uh, God. So they had four gods. They had God, Jehovah, or I'm sorry, Christ, Jehovah, Satan, and uh, one other one. And they wanted them to all. They said they needed to all. You needed to worship all four of them equally. And they had this whole fucking thing, man. Let me find it. Give me just a minute, guys. I know this is cringe, but you guys got to give me a second. Because this is really fucking important. 
Um, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Maybe it was here. I might just have to fucking look it back up in just a second. Let me look right here. Um, uh, boom. Is it a wiki thing? No, it's like an actual. Uh, it was an actual article that laid 